Hello, 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 Boss Babes. Welcome to our other series of mini-sodes featuring Boss Babes in the Ottawa Valley and Lanark County that go beyond entrepreneurs and business owners. We are recognizing role models, activists, corporate leaders, and working professionals who are breaking barriers, sparking important conversations, and championing for change. We want to be inclusive and embrace those that are making an impact, are changing their communities, and are bringing awareness to topics that sometimes have the potential to generate controversy. Because ambitious and powerful boss babes aren't just making waves in the entrepreneurship world, and they too need to be heard. Now let's kickstart the conversation. Welcome to Boss Babe Corner. Looking for a job in Renfrew or Lanark County? The Labour Market Group of Renfrew and Lanark has launched the most comprehensive job board in the region, pulling from over 35 different job sites with an interactive map to show you the resources surrounding each job, from childcare to grocery stores and more. And with additional tools, such as our Career Explorer, you'll find labor market information, including average wages and career change pathways, all in one place. Fill up your job toolkit today by visiting jobs.labormarketgroup.ca. The Ottawa Valley Tourist Association is the destination marketing organization for Renfrew County. They will lead your path to outdoor adventure, scenic strolls, open roads, rustic artisans, and more. As an advocate for over 250 tourism businesses, accommodations, and events, they will put you in touch with the locals who craft experiences for every wanderer, every season. Beyond marketing, the Ottawa Valley Tourist Association provides members training and business development, workforce recruitment and networking opportunities. The Ottawa Valley Tourist Association is the voice of tourism in Renfrew County and represents the interests of the tourism sector at the regional, provincial and federal levels. If you are a tourism business or event or a supplier whose services to the tourism industry consider joining the Ottawa Valley Tourist Association Tourism Family. Membership is free and benefits begin as soon as you join. To become a member and to help visitors find their next path to explore, get in touch at info at ottawavalley.travel. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of Boss Babe Corner. Owning a rental property is one thing when you have long-term tenants signing year-long leases, but many people that are wanting to say goodbye to the nine-to-five are embarking on a new path and are becoming full-time Airbnb entrepreneurs. And this boss babe decided to take things up a notch further when she not only took her passion for renovating properties and turning them into luxury Airbnb chalets and cabins, but she started her vacation rental management company. She has also recently left her full-time nursing job to pursue her concierge style of property management and marketing for rural cottages, cabins, and unique stays throughout the Ottawa Valley and area. You have most likely seen her listings displayed on Instagram, photographed by some of the best photographers in the industry, and showcased by some high-profile travel bloggers and influencers. Please welcome Jennifer Kobus of Wilder Waters Vacation Rental Management and Nomad States Collection to Boss Babe Corner. Hi. 
Hi, Jen. How are you doing today? I'm good, thanks. It's a Monday, so it's always busy in my world, but I'm doing well. Thank you. So Jen, I know that nobody can see you right now because this conversation on our podcast, people can only hear it, but right now you've got a beautiful background behind you. You've got the lake, you've got your cottage right behind you. It's beautiful, but I want to know whereabouts you are situated yourself in the Ottawa Valley. So right now I'm in Calabogie. I am currently checking in on the Fairway Chalet. So as of right now, I'm sitting in this gorgeous kitchen overlooking the Highlands Golf Course. And is Calabogie, like, is that area where you're originally from? Um, No, I am from, uh, I was born in Winnipeg and I grew up uh, in Northwestern Ontario. So if anyone is familiar with Dryden or Kenora, which is like on Lake of the Woods, um, yeah, I grew up there and I lived in the Ottawa Valley. I kind of bounced back and forth with my mom a little bit. Um, so yeah, I've lived in multiple places in Ontario, but Renfrew's home. It's been home for a long time. So what brought you here? So my mom's family is originally from this area. So we came back here in 1999, I think. And I never left. I love the Valley. Um, And I have a great group of girlfriends that are like my family. Uh, So it's really hard for me to like move away from them. Yeah. And I'm sure that you have seen the growth of the Ottawa Valley since, I mean, 1999, it has grown (laughs) exponentially and more people are coming here. More um, property has been going up and more forests have been disappearing because we just keep having more land developments, which is just wild, more stores, more restaurants, like it is growing. And we're going to get into that specifically with Calabogie because Calabogie is growing in popularity. I mean, we're seeing tourists constantly coming people are relocating to move there and investor property companies keep adding gorgeous and beautiful rental properties for folks to stay and enjoy at. But why do you think that it's recently booming with so many rentals popping up, enticing tourists to come for a weekend getaway or for people to purchase land and build on? So we are lucky to have kept Calabogie um, as small and private as like the village natives have um, because really it is a four season tourist area like it is very very popular like I can't choose another area in Ontario that has a ski resort um, a gorgeous lake a racetrack um, iconic hiking trails um the area has so much to offer in every single season that it's really enticing. Um, And to people like traveling to the area, it's Calabogie is selling itself now, like Mm -hmm. in terms of the short-term rental market, um, you know, a few years ago, there were very, very few rentals in the area. um, And hosts would have to somehow have like some sort of a unique component to their rental to get people to come to the area. But now with all the other development and the entrepreneurs in the area, um, like you mentioned, the great restaurants um, and the racetrack and the ski hill, like that's just, that's just bringing people in. So Jen, that's one thing I've actually really noticed in the Ottawa Valley, especially in Calabogie that, I mean, it's one of those hidden gems that like people have only 
I mean, not only recently discovered because Calabogie and Pakenham, like they've always been around. And I think that like, they've always had tourists coming there, but over the past few years, especially maybe even because of COVID, people are starting to like really take advantage of the, the land and all these different opportunities, you know, to start, um, to start building properties and start creating more tourist attractions, especially like, especially being right on the river. Mm -hmm. Um, like even if you wanted to relocate to Calabogie, like the waterfront properties that come up on Calabogie Lake are so far and few between. And despite the changes in like the real estate market, they are highly competitive properties. Like you would still be going into um, some negotiations and bids, like even to secure a waterfront property in this area. Yeah. Now what inspired you to first get into renting out homes on Airbnb? Like, did it start with renovating a cottage that you had already owned? Yes. Um, and it didn't start off that way. So, um, back in like, just when kind of COVID started, um, a neighbor of ours at the river had passed away and his property became available and we wanted to purchase it to build. So my husband and I, um, we met with an architect, um, we were contemplating our drawings and then, it's just the price to build at that point was so wild because of COVID. And then it was also like a lot of delays in building too. So we decided, you know, what's kind of, what's the best case scenario here? Um, the cottage was you know, 700 square feet. It was quite small. Uh, my husband wanted to rent it out long-term because in his mind, he was like, you know, that's safe. It's secure. We can get a long-term tenant in here. We won't have to worry about it. And I was like, well, why don't we put it on Airbnb? <laughs> and I had to twist his arm. He was not like, he was, he, he wasn't on it with me at the start. Um, but, you know, I persuaded him and we talked about it and then we got busy. So when we first opened um, our first Airbnb, it only accommodated four. And then that was in the winter. And again, this was very new to me. Um, and I started getting a lot of summer inquiries and primarily uh, families needed like accommodations for six. So we looked at, you know, possibly putting an addition on and it just wasn't something that we wanted to get into. Um, so we got a bunkie and the bunkie is like the cutest little addition to this cottage. Um, it was like the best thing for it. Now, Jen, I have to ask you, had you taken on any renovation projects like prior to doing this? Because I'll tell you one thing, my husband is always coming after me, like asking like to, for help on like renovating or painting or like updating our home. And I'm always like, uh, uh, like I know nothing about that kind of stuff and I could not be bothered. Um, yes, no, this isn't our first project. So Jamie and I, um, we've, built and sold four houses. Um, so Jamie comes from a family of carpenters and he's a master electrician by trade. So he is my handyman um, and he enjoys these, these projects just as much as I do. So yeah, this wasn't the first time that we've tackled something this large. <laughs> And I remember actually watching when you guys were first uh, renovating the first Airbnb and you were actually like documenting it with only a couple little reels. And I really love seeing those. 
as much as I don't like doing the renovating <laughs> projects myself, I, I do enjoy seeing things come together and especially the before and after. And I, so I can't remember which account this was on Jen, where you had like doing, like you had um, filmed some behind the scenes of, of the work and the projects that you guys were, were embarking on. Yes. So um, on the original Instagram account, uh, Nomad Stays. So that was um, initially Wilder Waters, which is the name of our cottage. And so I started showcasing all of the renovations on there when we launched. And then I'll just let you in on a little secret. Airbnb is so addicting. <laughs> so, so then we started looking for our next project, which is where we tapped into the Calabogie market. And then we started a huge undertaking of Calaluna. Um, and Calaluna is, or is a century home um, that needed an extensive amount of love. Like, that place had an artesian well in the kitchen. So like <laughs> the old hand pump. Um, and that was months and months uh, of demolition and renovations. And now it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, beautiful home. It is. And I have not personally been inside it, Jen, but I was in Calabogie last weekend. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, it's the Airbnb that's right beside the Redneck Bistro restaurant, yes. right? Yes. Okay. I recognize this immediately from one of the influencers that you had actually worked with. Um, her Instagram account is Viva La Venetia. And I worked with her um, a couple months ago. She actually did some filming and behind the scenes content for, um, for my anniversary podcast specials with a couple guests. And uh, her Instagram reel showcasing the inside of it stunning absolutely <laughs> gorgeous Jen like well freaking done like it looks like you're staying in like the most bougie luxury Airbnb like that I've ever seen it's like <laughs> honestly like well done to you and your husband thank you thank you so how many cottage rentals do you guys own and rent out yourselves now so Jamie and I we have two active Airbnb rentals um, that are our own property. And then we actually have uh, another 20 acres um, in Calabogie that we're going to be, I don't wanna, I don't wanna share too much because it's a bit of a surprise for a lot of our followers, um, but it's gonna be a special project uh, that's gonna start to take shape in the spring. And then uh, Wilder Waters was created in July. So this past summer, and uh, I started managing off the trail cabin, which is a, a stunning um, lakeside home that resembles a cabin on Calabogie Lake. And then after that, um, word of mouth really spread and I have 12 properties now. So- Thank you, yeah, that's incredible. I, it's mind blowing. Um, I did not anticipate that, you know, I set myself up with realistic goals with the business. Um, I was working full time and I realized, you know, I can help one or two new clients um, create their listing, manage um, and help them have a successful short term rental. And then I just kept growing and growing and growing. So and I yeah. think it's important to reiterate too, Jen, that like you only just created Wilder Waters this past summer. Yeah. Just a few months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and you went from working full-time, so you were nursing and yes. now you're doing this full-time. <laughs> Again, I feel like, um, 
you know, it sounds so cliche, but like all the stars have aligned. Like it's just, um, before going into the summer, I had so many people reach out to me about how to, you know, what the platform was like working with Airbnb, how to even have a short-term rental, what you need to operate, um, expenses, all these questions. Like I was constantly being asked, can I pick your brain? And I thought, you know what, like people clearly need some direction and some help. Um, and I was happy to do that. So Wilder Waters wasn't just created in the sense of, hey, I can co-host or manage your, your property. Um, it was created to help people that have cottages, cabins, and unique stays have a successful business. So I don't, um, I do like staging and I do styling and I do um, the property management side of things, because we all know like owning a property has like a substantial amount of work. Um, like when we talk about like snow removal or grass cutting, or even just maintaining another property, it's a lot of work. So we try to make it um, hands-off as possible for the actual property owners. Um, so essentially we treat it like as if they live in a different country. Now tell me about your bougie concierge service for guests, because Jen, you have several add-on services that people can actually include in their rental bookings. Yes. Um, I've always hosted this way. Um, I have a high level of like hospitality that I like to include in, in my rentals, which I think has really kind of set, um, myself aside from other hosts. And so, when I decided to add concierge services, I wanted things that I would want if my family and I or a group of girls were traveling. So my girlfriends and I, we go away every fall to an Airbnb. We choose a location and we travel. And I think, you know, what would I want? Um, so we have charcuterie boxes that you can purchase that come from Calabogie Rustic Farms. We also have an organic grocery delivery that can be available on site from Calabogie Rustic Farms. So fresh eggs, meats, bacons, cheeses. And then of course, in the summer, you have a wide variety of vegetables and fruits. And then we also have these super, super cute s'mores boxes that J&J's Chocolate makes and everything in it is around a campfire. So um, she makes the marshmallows from scratch, um, graham crackers, J&J's chocolate, and then there's like a s'mores um, brittle, there's a s'mores um, chocolate cup, there's a s'mores um, popcorn bag, like they're, they're adorable and they're all really priced reasonably. Um, and I wanted to include local businesses in the area because with the shift in how people are traveling, people really want that experience. And I think it's really important to show people um, what the Valley has to offer. And there's some amazing businesses um, that add to that level of here's, here's what we have and this is how we make it special for you. I love that. Well, I mean, obviously I love that because that is what our podcast is all about, is about yes. supporting local businesses and and uh, and showcasing all the great things that the Ottawa Valley has to offer, like you were saying, Jen. But now one of my questions for you with these concierge services, I didn't actually, I don't think I've ever seen it on the socials and maybe you have done it, but like how 
how do you advertise that this is something that is available and that you offer to guests that are staying at, uh, at these Airbnb rentals? Like, is it included after, after they book? And then you say, like, you send them a message and say, oh, here are like some add-ons because the only thing that I ever saw was like directly through your website. Yes. So they, um, the guests have to access uh, the website in order to purchase the add-ons. So when a guest makes a reservation through Airbnb, I can communicate that with them and inform them of the add-ons that they can have. And as long as their reservation is, um, they're checking in 72 hours away, I can accommodate the add-ons. So they'll be in the rental uh, ready when they arrive. Yeah. Cause like that is definitely something that I would love to take advantage of for sure. Especially the charcuterie. Now, you know what else, Jen, and I don't know if you do this already, but like even to have like a menu, like sitting on like a countertop or on the table or something like when guests arrived, I know you have to like prepare it ahead of time, but even if there's something that like you could bring to them, like during their stay, especially if they're there for like longer than a weekend or, uh, you know, like a week long stay or something. Mm-hmm. And maybe even like top it up a little bit too, like, especially for like a last minute request. Like I know, like, let's just say you have like $75 for a charcuterie. Let's just say that like you could have an advance, but then if you want it that weekend, especially like a guy who's like booking, you know, a last minute for his, for his Mm -hmm. wife or something like, Oh wait, I didn't even think of the wine. Like, (laughs) yes. Like we don't want to have to go out this evening. And then you can just like show up, like leave it on the doorstep kind of thing. Just an idea. Yeah, no, it's a great idea. So Um, we've partnered with, um, two of the local breweries. So Whitewater Brewery and the Calabogie Brewery, um, and lots of our rentals actually have those beverages, um, stocked, uh, included in their welcome basket. So that's something quite unique to us. Um, every guest, and this isn't an add-on, um, they'll receive a complimentary welcome basket. So there's little pieces of the Valley that are included in there. So one of them is, is actually the alcohol. Amazing. Oh, that's yes. always a nice added perk too, to come and, and have that like right front and center at your stay. Oh, it's so well received. People love it. Well, as the vacation rental industry does continue to grow and more and more Airbnb hosts I've noticed have started utilizing influencers to showcase their stay on Instagram as social media really has the power to turn followers into customers. They use their platform to creatively showcase the properties to help increase the bookings. Now, do you think that more Airbnb hosts should be working with influencers and digital creators and and even travel bloggers to create a buzz about their rental to potentially attract attract future guests? I think it's a really, really important feature. Um, With that being said, I think it's also important if you treat your Airbnb like a business, which my clients do, um, is you have a brand, right? And so you want to make sure that you're aligning with someone that represents your property well. So often um, when I work with these types of influencers or content creators, they're people that are very passionate about travel, they're up for adventure, they're showcasing what you can do in the area. Um, And I think that's really important and that's what's gonna sell per se, the rental. You started capturing photos of the Airbnbs yourself on social media, Jen, but then I saw that you started outsourcing some incredibly talented photographers. So how important is it for other Airbnbs to take note of this important aspect to have actual professional photos of their Airbnb spaces to showcase on the socials? 
So if I can give anybody a tip um, that wants to get into the short-term rental market is your listing has to have professional photography. The platform does not have any video use. It's all images and these images need to capture your space well. And as much as like an iPhone has a good camera and you can make some edits, um, a professional photographer is going to have those detailed shots uh, that in turn convince um, travelers to stay at your place. So it's important. It's probably the biggest uh, tip I can share for anybody wanting to get into the Airbnb business. Yeah. So Jen, that's actually one thing that I've really noticed with your socials that you have done and a great job at is not only like utilizing all these pictures from these from these photography companies that you have outsourced, but like really showcasing like the different variety of, of like the layouts of the room and like, you know, just really, really playing up like the interior decorating and design. Like it really showcases like inviting spaces. You showcase girlfriends having fun, families together, individuals, like you really create that inviting, that inviting space for people that make it look like, oh my gosh, I need to get away. I need to like take a trip out to Calabogie. I need to book this space. Like, where is this person like staying at? And I, I just think like, even when you're including in your description, like how many rooms there are, like book now, like link in bio, like this is where you can go and book. I just, you're doing everything right. So how have you learned this creative aspect of things? Like, I feel like you've caught onto social media really quickly and you're doing everything right. Thanks for the compliment. Some days I'm like, oh, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing, but um, thanks for the, thanks for the kind words, Holly. Um, I have not learned this from anyone. This is um, me learning from experience. So this is what I know works for me. Um, and this is what I know has success. And I just keep repeating what works and then things that don't work. Um, you know, I've learned from that too. And I try to develop and evolve from that. And if I may, cause I have to keep plugging you a little yeah. bit because these are things that I notice. Like I really, when, not just when I'm doing my research, Jen, but just watching other accounts on social media, you're also tagging Airbnb, like the actual Airbnb Instagram account. You're really trying to get out there as best as possible versus like just throwing up a picture out there and using a couple hashtags. You know what I mean? Yeah, that like, I will say that's not effective. <laughs> um, you definitely have to have that reach for sure. Because in the world of socials, like you, your photo will get lost in the feed and um, it's really important to like engage your accounts too. So, you know, the followers that I have that follow both of the accounts that I, I run, um, you know, I, I host these people. So I'm communicating with them on social media. You know, they're, they're commenting on the post, they're liking it. I in turn share that same uh, value. Like I know how much it means for a small business to have engagement with their, their posting. So I try to exhibit that too. Um, yeah, it's, it's important because not just showcasing, like, this is what you can do, but like, I have, I'm having to sell, you know, 365 days of the year of these rentals. Like, it's not just like a one-time, you know, I get one reservation one weekend. Well, 
now I have to do that for 12 properties and I have 365 days of the year to fill, mm-hmm. right? So like I'm constantly trying to see what works best um, on the platform to get all that engagement and awareness and have people like see who I am and how I host as well as the properties that I manage and the cool places that you can travel to. Yeah. Well, you're busy too. You're also a mom. You're a wife, obviously. You're overseeing these rentals, the bookings, the comments on social media, like everything that's coming in, obviously the repairs and maintenance. And then of course, everything else that comes along with these Airbnb rentals. Like, I mean, even like you're saying these welcome baskets of items and like, and then the concierge services, like to make sure that everything is like set up and ready to go. Like that is a lot of work. And then throw on social media on top of that to be like showcasing all of these places and spaces. Jen, like you've got your hands full. I, I know. Um, I have people ask me how all the time, how I have time for this and I am juggling a lot and I've, and I've realized that. Um, so we are growing, <laughs> um, and I am looking at, you know, onboarding a few other, uh, individuals into our team right now so that, we can continue to have this same positive effect and, you know, I myself don't get burnt out from essentially working 24 seven, because that's the big part with Airbnb, right? Like I'm, I'm always on call with these properties. Um, so communication comes in at all hours of the night for whatever reason, one, 1 AM is like that golden number where I don't know if people work night shifts, but like, I'll get those reservation requests or uh, inquiries come in at that time. So yeah, I'm working around the clock. Mm -hmm. Jen, did you ever think in a million years that this is something that you would be doing? No. (laughs) And like, that's what I mean, like with the star of the lining, like it was just, I never planned to turn our cottage into an Airbnb. I never planned to have a second Airbnb. I never planned to develop or create wilder waters. Like if like a year ago, this was not on my radar. Like this, this wasn't happening. Um, but things just keep evolving and I'm changing and I'm going with it. It feels great. Like I'm, I'm happy with how everything is going. Um, but again, I didn't plan this. And I think that's what makes it so much fun and why I'm so interested in it because it's new and it's exciting. And like, especially getting these new properties, you know, every other week I'm I'm launching something new and it's so, it's like an adrenaline rush, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it is so, so exciting. Um, but yes, no, I did. I did not plan for any of this. I just, not to mention like these gorgeous properties, like these are, these are high end, like luxury cottages that people are staying at too. Yes. Um, there are some million dollar properties, um, in, in our roster of listings. Um, and these properties are unique and they're stunningly beautiful. Um, and they all have something different to offer. Like it amazes me the level of creativity that um, these property owners have because they've created spaces that um, are so cool and unique. Well, this is actually leading into my next question too, Jen, because all Airbnbs are wanting to stand out to get more bookings and, and to encourage folks to travel to their backyards and stay at their rental property. 
but what really makes an Airbnb stand out? Oh, that's a loaded question. Um, I honestly, like, I have to say the style of the Airbnb is probably the most significant draw as well as location. So when I mean style, I don't mean that you need to have a brand new luxury rental um, with like the finest amenities. Um, You can have like a bare bones cabin that's like partially off grid in the woods that has this like roaring wood stove and the comforts of like a rustic getaway. And that's going to be just as appealing as a high-end luxury rental. So like, look, don't, don't fix what isn't broken. You know, that like saying where it's like, you know, don't feel like you need to all of a sudden like transform this like cabin in the woods to something that it's not because there's that person that lives in the city that may have that lifestyle, that luxurious lifestyle that is looking for that disconnect mm-hmm. um, in the woods where they feel like the aesthetic matches the environment that they're in. Mm-hmm. So just like, I think it's really important for people to, you know, tune in to like, where are they located? What do they want the vibe per se of the rental to be? Because there, you can make it cool, um, very minimally. And it doesn't mean you don't have to have a million dollars to put into these rentals to make them fun. That's basically the point. What about hosting though, Jen, what are some great hosting tips? Communication is super big. Um, I certainly think that, you know, you, you need to respond to people appropriately and in a timely fashion. Uh, like I myself, um, if I am searching for something and I have to message someone to make a reservation and I can't instantly book, um, if you don't respond to me in a couple of minutes, I'm moving on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So that's a really big thing. Um, and I actually, so I'm an Airbnb ambassador. So I actually, from like a global standpoint, I help create um, multiple listings like globally all over the world. And that's, that's the, one of the biggest things that I tell people. So um, if you have the app, you need the app. And even from a guest perspective, if you're traveling through Airbnb, um, you should, you you shouldn't be communicating through email. You should really have the app because that's going to give you, that's going to unlock all the information of your rentals. So like when you walk in to a rental, because the Wi-Fi is programmed into the app, your phone's automatically connected. So there's little details like that about having the actual Airbnb app that makes your stay so much better. Um, but it's it's also that same point from hosting too, is you know being available for your guests in the event of an emergency or an urgent matter that needs attention, um, especially on days of check-in. Like you need to make sure that you're available because you know what happens if the lock is faulty and the key doesn't work or the keypad doesn't work. Like you can't have somebody out in the cold for hours waiting for you to respond. And also I think just going back to what you were saying about communication through Airbnb, it's Mm -hmm. also that sense of security and liability because everything's documented in those messages and Airbnb, if I'm not mistaken, like they flag things too in there 
like for sending messages and stuff. Like, I don't think you can send your phone number in there. Um, payment details, like everything is secure right through the app so that, um, so that should anything happen, damage, cleaning, like anything like that, everything is taken care of right through the app. So your, um, your risk management is kind of secured a little bit better. Yes, that's true. hundred percent. Now, why are Airbnbs, cottages, chalets, cabins, glamping domes, and tents not just for booking for a week in the summer or a fun bachelorette and can be enjoyed all year round? And what are some examples, Jen, as to why you should book an Airbnb this winter? Oh, you know what? We live in a country that like winter is like what, six months of the year, realistically, <laughs> like pretty much by the end of October to like April, it's, it's winter in Canada. Um, and you need to kind of give yourself, um, a break from your environment. Cause we spend so much time indoors, right. In our own house. And sometimes you need just a little bit of a reset. So if it's within your budget, I highly suggest getting away for the weekend. Um, if you're an adventure seeker, Calabogie has, um, the peaks, which, you know, is within minutes from a majority of our rentals. So skiing, snowboarding, um, we have great cross-country skiing trails in, um, in the Mato, in the greater Madawaska township. And you can still hike in the winter. You can get out and snowshoe. Many of our rentals um, have hot tubs as well and wood-fired saunas. Actually, one property is just getting one installed today. So that's like super cool. And you get to experience these things that you may not get to experience um, at home. So I think that's important. And um, it's also like, I've, I love traveling. I love traveling down south as well. Um, and I think you know, you can certainly accommodate that. But when you have a large family, sometimes that gets a little bit expensive. So Airbnb kind of gives you that option where you can go away with the family, do something fun um, and live like a Canadian. Yeah, I especially love it for the sense of like, being able to gather with my family at Christmas time, we don't necessarily have the largest space at our home. And so being able to like get our, my in-laws or my entire family to gather at Christmas time, Thanksgiving, even like my son's baptism is, baptism is coming up. And so being able to like get everybody involved and stay at one nice big place, everyone chips in, it ends up being like so affordable too. And you've got rooms for everyone so that people yes. aren't staying on top of one another. We're not pulling a national lampoon's Christmas vacation. <laughs> There's space for everybody. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so Jen, do you see yourself returning back full time? or even part-time as a nurse down the road? Or do you think, do you think this is going to be able to be something that is sustainable long-term? I will never give up hosting. So let's just say for whatever reason, perhaps wilder waters fizzles out. Um, I will still be hosting my own properties. Um, so Airbnb, I'm not, I'm not leaving the game yet. Um, and then for nursing, I'm really passionate about um, nursing and it's been a big part of my life and I miss it a little bit already. Um, and I'm like, this is week three, I think week three that I've been full-time with Wilder Water. So I've been three months out from nursing um, and I do miss it. I, I miss helping people. Um, I worked in emergency setting um, for many years. And then I transitioned into the regional assault care program. So I, 
I have a big part in the community and I don't foresee myself like leaving anytime soon. So I think in the new year, I'll look at um, focusing on some like casual work. Um, but I don't know yet. But like to think that it's been three weeks out since leaving your career and doing this full time, like that is, that is so exciting. It is exciting. That's why it's like, it's, it's, you get this adrenaline rush. Um, every time, you know, I have a new client reach out to me and we start creating a new property and putting it on Airbnb. Like it's so fun. It's so fun. And Jen, isn't it nice too now that like you actually get to utilize your skills instead of like giving away all your tips and stuff and be like, actually, I've got now a property management company that I've created and you can utilize my services all throughout, like all these different options and stuff. And speaking of which, actually, are you even taking on any more new clients? So for the month of December, we still have, um, we have one cottage on the lake um, that's undergoing a renovation project right now. And uh, that is going to be available probably complete around Christmas and then it'll be officially launched in, in January. And then, uh, I have another client that I'm meeting with tomorrow. Um, and it's a really cute loft space on the lake as well. Um, so then that will be it for 2022 and then 2023, I'll be launching those two projects. Um, and I'm sure someone will end up contacting me, um, over the next couple of weeks, which is great. I welcome it. I have no doubt, especially once we get this podcast episode too, and people know that like, this is something that they can like invest in and utilize Jen. Yes. The inquiries will be coming like, <laughs> like that. <That's> hope. <laughs> All right, Jen. Well, the podcast episode is coming to an end, but we're not just done, but we're not done just yet because we are jumping into my rapid 10. So these questions, oh, gosh. Okay. not know, but are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Let's dive in. How do you come up with the fun names for your own rentals? Oh, um, location-based. Primarily, that's where the names draw from. What's something every one of your Airbnbs have that guests can expect? Oh, a welcome basket. It's probably the most uh, genuine gift that you'll receive from Wilder Waters. Um, and we include them with all of our rentals. What's something funny, interesting, weird, or just completely out there, Jen, that a guest left behind? <laughs> it's kind of a gross one. Um, tell us, remember, tell us. Yeah, I'm going to. So I remember <laughs> I was inspecting um, the cottage and I had lifted up the hot tub and there were like some really gross floaty things. And I was like, oh my God, like, there's poop. There's poop in the hot tub. There's poop. It's happened. And then I look a little further and I'm like, what? what? What is this? So they left like a container of pretzels that like basically like exploded with like the humidity of like the hot tub. So they were like these like big noodles floating around in the hot tub. It was the most random thing. And no, please, people do not do not eat in the hot tub. It's gross, <laughs> nasty. So then that ended up being like a big situation where I did like drain the hot tub and clean it and then fill it. And, but yeah, that was like, I was shocked because I thought it was poop. I really did. But thank God it wasn't. <laughs> I was going to say, thank goodness it was not poop. My gosh, one last thing. But people don't even understand either how much like 
having a hot tub is so nice to have, but there's so much work and, and even pools too, to oh. clean and chlorinate and all of the things like with that, it's, it's so much work. It is. That's why there are extra costs on those things. Yes. hundred <laughs> percent. How do you become an Airbnb super host? So you have to have, um, you have to meet the standards of Airbnb's ratings. So every time a guest checks out, um, they have the option of leaving you a review. And every season, the reviews kind of tweak a little bit. Airbnb switches them up. But basically, you're rated on uh, cleanliness, accuracy, location, value, and communication. So it's a five-star rating. Uh, your goal is to um, get a 4.8 rating overall. Um, and every season, Airbnb then evaluates that. And if you're a five-star host like myself, um, then you get the super host title. Where do you find the best decor to decorate your rentals? Oh, local decor, um, hands down. So I love vintage pieces. That's like... My, um, my guilty pleasure is hunting for these because I really think um, vintage pieces will set your space um, aside from anywhere else because it's, it's not replicated, right? So in my own and in places that I have actually styled and created, you will see beautiful vintage pieces. And then other than that, it depends on the actual aesthetic um, and I'll source from uh, Local is primarily what I like to do, but I'll source kind of like from wherever I can um, if we're on a time constraint. Are any of your cottages pet friendly? Yes, several. Um, there's two properties that are not pet friendly as of right now, um, and that may change in the future. But yes, so, you know, 80% of our properties are pet friendly. You recently started managing a brand new stunning Airbnb out in Calabogie and that owner's name is also Jen and she too is a boss babe. What's the name of her lodge? So um, Jen and her husband Trevor, they created uh, the Black Diamond Lodge and it is a stunning ski in ski out um, accommodations in the Peaks Village. So they have this like gorgeous view of the slopes uh, which you can see from the living room and from the hot tub um, and then you can actually cross-country ski, ski sorry right out the front door and hit up the Madawaska Nordic trails amazing it's, awesome. it, it's a beautiful beautiful spot and their property actually just becomes available right before Christmas they have yes. officially opened up so guys go check out Black Diamond Lodge because it is gorgeous thanks Holly <laughs> What's one hidden gem everyone should check out in Calabogie? I honestly, and I know that it gets a lot of attention and some of the locals are probably tired of it, but it's Eagle's Nest. Like it is a beautiful, beautiful hiking trail. Um, it's free. So you know what, you can, you can drive there from any of our locations. They have a huge parking lot where you can park and the family can unload and then you can do the trail. Uh, I think it's, great. It's physical exercise. You get some beautiful scenery in. And like I said, it's free. So really it's, it's the best little hidden gem. What makes an Airbnb stand out on social media? I would have to say, um, obviously, you know, your, your photos and your videos and your reels, um, but your engagement with your audience, I think that's the key for sure. 
I think that's the key for any business account on social media. Yes, Engage. Absolutely. You like, have to. But like engagement is key. Respond to the comments. Message people back within an appropriate time frame, like Jen was saying in your DMs. Like, and be genuine, like make actual connections. Yes. Like, and I've like, made great relationships and I've connected with some fabulous content creators um just through Instagram and you know, some of these people, I, I certainly call my friends. Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jen, who is one local boss, babe, that inspires you that you think everyone should know about? Oh, there are so many. Do I have to name just one? Of course not. You can plug them all. Um, so I'm going to, I really have to like shout out to Kayla and Paige and Mary. So they own the Valley Refillery uh, in Renfrew. And because of their environmental level of responsibility, I really think that they need this recognition. Um, They have a great small business and it's something um, that Renfrew certainly needed. Um, And they support a lot of other businesses within their business. uh, And I think that's great. And then um, another one linked to this would be uh, Shopology, Shop Consciously. Um, so Anne Briscoe has this really cute boutique store um, where she sources uh, Canadian-made and ethically sourced products. And that's like so true to my heart. And so I'd really like, um, I, I love supporting Anne, um, both her and the Valley Refillery. Lots of their products are in, in all of our rentals by the way. There we go. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great shout outs, Jen, but let's bring it back to you. So let's plug your socials and your website. So where can people find Wilder Waters on Facebook and Instagram, as well as your other uh, social media handle, Nomad States Collection, which showcases all of your beautiful Airbnb rentals. So yes, yeah, so you can find us on Instagram. So our handle is wilder.waters. And then we also have a, a beautiful website where you can actually find our listings located there as well. And if you need to connect um, for business purposes, there's a, a great uh, free consulting um, ad page that you can click on and you can share um, what you need help with. So you can find us at www.wilderwaters.ca and you can reach out to me at hello at wilderwaters.ca if you want to send me an email. And then Nomad Stays um, evolved from our first Airbnb. So these are my personal rentals and um, you can find us on Instagram. Yeah. So that's nomad.stays.co on Instagram as well. And you guys will just be like booking immediately. And honestly, (laughs) if you're going out in Calabogie Renfrew and you're clicking on Airbnb, you will find Jen, the super host on there as your host. (laughs) I feel like a new one's popping up. I'm like, what one is Jen not overseeing and managing? But like, like you said, you've got 12, you said in counting. Yes. Amazing. I really have a feeling that you're going to be doing this full time permanently, (laughs) but who knows what's going to happen. I just, who knows even how many more, um, property management, uh, opportunities might even come to you too, you know, throughout the Ottawa Valley and beyond. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm so excited to see, like, I feel like we should do like, we should pencil it in now and we should do like, uh, where were they then? You know what I mean? Because I feel like the way that this business is is developing and growing, I'm like, I don't know, like, maybe I'll be doing this from like the Bahamas and it'll be all remote. <laughs> Wouldn't that be incredible? 
Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of OB Boss Babes Podcast. We publish new episodes every Monday and Wednesday, and at the end of the month, every Thursday. Be sure to stay tuned, follow along on Facebook and Instagram at OB Boss Babes Podcast, and make sure you are subscribed so that you never miss an episode. 